Welcome guys, this is Stephen McKee and today I want to speak about being endued with power from on high. I was just up north with my friends um, Grant and Samantha Mahoney and we were just talking like we always do about how we want to see God move in power and glory and like there's, there's so many promises we've all had about seeing God moving in glory and power in the early church. You you saw them walking in such power and glory and 3,000 people saved in one day and walking to the man at the gate beautiful and saying, silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And thinking about all the stories like Smith Wigglesworth telling a man to go into a shoe shop and the man didn't have feet or legs. And only when he went into the shop and bought shoes did his legs and feet grow into the shoes. I mean, such power, such miracles, such signs and wonders. And we were also discussing um, John G. Lake, who many people know about the healing rooms, have heard of the healing rooms and the miracles and signs and wonders. Well, that all came from John G. Lake. And... There was something I read which really, really provoked me, really. And it and myself and Grant and Samantha were really taken aback by this because in five years, John G. Lake saw a hundred thousand documented miracles, documented by doctors, verified miracles, proven miracles, scientifically verified miracles, um a hundred thousand in five years, and we worked out that that was something like 65 verifiable miracles a day. I mean, every single day, 65 miracles. I don't know about you, but we think we're walking in something now. We think we're walking in something even greater than the previous generation. I really contest that. I don't believe we are. I don't believe we're walking in anything like they did. And we have just been asking and I'm asking and we've started gatherings in in Irvine in Scotland where I live once a fortnight and we're just asking God to move in power. We're asking for the ancient anointing, for the presence of God. We're asking for healing signs and wonders and even people run about us who have got diagnosed with certain things and we, we I'm fed up and not seeing healing signs, wonders, miracles. I mean, we can all talk about getting into the galaxies and doing this or that, but I tell you what, when it comes to close to you and maybe you've got a family member or a friend or a loved one who's sick or ill, like we need to see the manifestation of healing and miracles. And we were just asking and, and really wondering, what is it? And there's lots of different keys that I've spoke about before on Wisdom's Echo, but one of them that I really believe we need, and we need to, if you like, go back to this. And you might think that's fun, a fundamental doctrine. It's maybe something that I had 10 years ago. But I'm not really sure we have had it. And that's really to be endued with power. Really to be baptised in the Holy Spirit and power. Jesus said to his disciples, he said, And behold, this is Luke 24:49, by the way. And it says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Now, this is what it looked like when it happened, and this is the day of Pentecost. And again, 
I want you to think about this as if we've never heard this before, because sometimes we just seem to think, oh, we've had that, I've spoken tongues, we're moving on from that, we're going to something greater. Well, just let me finish what I'm saying and then see if you come to this conclusion that I've came to. And this is Acts 2, says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. They were sitting where they were sitting, and they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now we think we somehow focus on the tongues part. Like I've seen people getting prayed for for the baptism in recent years and maybe even someone will get them to say a phrase, just copy this phrase and copy this word. And if someone manages to speak a few words in tongues, we say, you've got it, you've arrived, you've got it. But this baptism was something different from what we have experienced, I believe. The word baptism, like baptised in the Spirit, remember Jesus said you'll be endured with power, actually means to be overwhelmed. It means to be immersed. It means to submerge. Overwhelmed with God. Like these disciples in this in the day of Pentecost were overwhelmed with God. And out of the Passion Translation, how it says this on the day of Pentecost, when it was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. They couldn't even bear it. It was so overwhelming. I want to ask you a question. When is the last time you were overwhelmed by God? Jesus says, wait until you're endured with power. And after this, you think about Peter and the disciples. I mean, a lot of the men especially had run away from the cross apart from John. Cowardly. They were fearful. They were scared. Like, Peter had not acted very well. He had cursed and swore and said, I don't know that man. He denied Christ, remember the story. And before that, he was cutting an ear off a soldier. Like, these people were all over the place. But then suddenly, when he was overwhelmed by God... It was Peter who stood up on that day of Pentecost and he preached such a powerful message as an oracle, if you like, under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Suddenly this was a different Peter and Peter spoke so powerfully that it says the 3,000 people were cut to the heart. There was a power on his words. Suddenly it was not just Peter. Suddenly it was Peter who was overwhelmed by God. He had been endued with power. He had been immersed in God. He had been overwhelmed by God. And 3,000 people cried out and said, what must I do to be saved? I don't know about you, but I think we do a lot of stuff thinking we are truly baptised in the Spirit, and I'm not sure we, we are. I'm not sure we are. Uh, when I mean, we can maybe say we, we encountered God, we were baptised in Spirit 15 years ago, I spoke in tongues. Well, where's the power? Because Jesus says, wait until you're endured with power. I always talk about John G. Lake because I love the story of John G. Lake. And 
John G. Lake was a hungry man for God. And every time he encountered God in some way, his friends, people around about him, told him that he had arrived and he had actually received the baptism of the Spirit. First of all, it was just when he got saved. People said, you've got it. Then he actually experienced what they called a sanctification experience. In other words, God was working in his life. He was experiencing a cleansing of holiness. Then he was actually introduced to healing and he was using healing, a real anointing for healing. And people at every juncture, every time he received something, told him, that's you, you've got it. You're baptised in the Spirit. And he said, no, I'm not. It was There was something in him that was desperate. It was something in him that could not be content. And I wonder if you're the same as me. I'm, I am, people say we're, we're beyond where like the church was, where we've got more, we're advanced, we're further, we're, we're doing this and that. Are we really endured with power? Is our shadow healing? That Peter who cut the ear off a soldier, who was scared and terrified and, and denied Christ, just a few chapters later, just a few chapters later, was healing the sick by simply his shadow healing. I mean, come on, guys, are we seeing anything like that? Are we seeing anything like that? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we need to wait. We need to tarry. We need to do these old-fashioned things that we think is old-fashioned. We think it's just an old thing to wait on God. And, and John G. Lake waited for nine months. Nine months he prayed. Nine months he sought God. He was hungry. People kept telling him, you've arrived. You've arrived. You've experienced salvation. You've experienced sanctification. You're used in healing and miracles, even signs and wonders at that moment. But he was like, no. And he sought God for nine months and he said, one day came where he was immersed in a cloud. He said it changed his very nature. Every part of him was immersed in a cloud. And it was after that he said, he became a Christ man. He was so changed that he became a Christ man. He was so endured with power. It was after that we know the story about putting the plague in his hand and the plague would die and the, and the, the medical profession would look through the microphone, sorry, not the microphone, through the microscope and watch the plague die. Now, we would try that and I'm not sure it would die. Why? Have we been endured with power? Have we waited? Have we tarried? Have we set time aside? Have we went after God? Because we think we don't need to do that anymore. I already got the Holy Spirit five years ago, ten years ago. Again, have we been immersed in that kind of power? I mean, even Jesus, this is Isaiah 61. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The Spirit, the Ruach, the breath of God was upon him. And that's another thing John G. Lake said. He said, this time when the Spirit came, he was, his soul was satisfied. He said it was like God was at home in him. He felt the dwelling place of God. God had built him into a, a vessel of God that God himself could come and dwell. The Spirit of God was upon him. The power of God was upon him. 
And the Spirit of the Lord was on Jesus, he said, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings and un- unto the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. You see, even Christ needed the Spirit of the Lord to be upon him. He needed to be anointed by the Spirit of the Lord. And friends, I really believe this is a challenge to us. We need to tarry. We need to wait. We need to ask to be endured with power. I am not satisfied with where we're at. I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. In our gatherings, and and we call it a blaze, we've started. We're really seeking God to be endued with power. Do you know, this was just one of the secrets to Smith Wigglesworth or Maria Woodworth Etter or anyone you want to mention, any revivalist of the past. You know, we think, yeah, but we're moving into a new thing. Well, fair enough. We still need the Spirit of God. We still need the power of God. We still need to be endued with power from on high. We can't escape it. Our world needs it. Our generation demands it. Our day and age demands it. The darkness is covering the earth. But my glory will be seen upon you. Are you willing to seek him? I am. I am desperate. We need it. I need it for people I love to see them healed. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up. I really am fed up of praying for people and you don't see money, much results. We are not supposed to have little results. I've said this before. We get shocked in our day when we actually see a real incredible miracle, like someone with stage four cancer or something, they get healed. We are overwhelmed, and, and that rightly so. But we really should be overwhelmed and shocked when someone doesn't get healed. We should be shocked when someone doesn't receive a miracle, and we should be inquiring of the Lord, saying, Lord, what happened there? That is the exception to the rule. The exception to our rule mostly is people maybe get healed here and there. The exception should be people don't get healed. And that, that's a shock to our system because we will see the glory come. Our shadows will heal again. We'll walk down the streets and people will get healed, delivered. Like, just to be near us, that's what should happen. And that's what I'm wanting. And I just encourage you, to really seek God, to be endured with power from on high. Tarry ye in Jerusalem until, wait, take time out, separate, until we are endured with power. We've got Christ within, yes, but we need to be endured with power. Thanks, guys. I hope you take this really to heart, and, yeah, we'll see you soon somewhere on planet Earth. <laughs>